Well, it's best song ever. Not a podcast better. Tunes are cool and the jokes are clever. It's worth while endeavor. Welcome to Best Song Ever. I'm your sleepy host, Luke Levin, here with my co-host, Kevin Connor. What's up, Kev? We're fresh from the Arrows tour. Yeah, these dogs are barking. We walked several oh. miles, uh, stood for three hours, and then walked several miles back. So. Yes. I um definitely said the phrase like during a couple of her like poetic spoken word interludes or whatever. I was like, I got to rest the dogs uh, a couple times. <laughs> and so uh, I got to sit a little bit and rest my feet. But yeah, that it was quite a walk back. Oh, so yeah, see, we I'll, worked for it. We earned it. I'll jump ahead. My entire section, like genuinely like 50 people, all decided to just sit for the first half of Folklore. Like everyone was just like, we're taking it easy for a couple songs. Yeah, I it was get it. Delightful. That's the time to do it for sure. Yeah. All right. But let's not get ahead of ourselves, Luke. We're gonna no. do a brief recap of the show for fans, for people that didn't get a chance to go and want to know what's happening, uh, because it was a hell of a concert. We have not even invoked her name yet. By the way, oh. we said the Eras tour, but <laughs> we should probably mention it's Taylor Swift. Yes. Yes, we saw. Taylor Swift last night. Yes. Uh, I was in a group of four. You were in a group of three. We we yeah. met together. We took photos. Your lovely wife gave me a lover wristband because yeah. I didn't have any friendship bracelets, <laughs> uh, which then was overshadowed by the bright flashing strobe that it was strapped to my wrist for the entirety of the show. <laughs> yeah, that thing was like a little intense, and it kept going off like hours after the show. Oh, your light up the thing is was. Still I flashing. I woke up at like four a.m. This and I was like, really? I need I need some water, and like walked out to the kitchen to get a glass of water, and the room was glowing purple because they're both it's, sitting at like cool. on the kitchen counter. Um, yeah, it probably just till the battery runs out. Yeah, but all right, the show begins. She starts with Lover. Uh, the first of four of her pandemic albums, as she called them. And uh, we just, we we get moving. Uh, yeah. This stage is like 80 yards long. It took up the most of the area of Ford Field. And I thought Lover was cool. Like, it was, it was yeah. fine. I, it was not the standout to me. I love, uh, so, I love Cruel Summer. And yes. our friend Sammy, who lives in Ireland, so said... Uh, lose your voice screaming Cruel Summer. Because that's the first bridge in the night. It's mm-hmm. a whole thing. Oh, that, yeah. uh, like, which, I don't know if our show is just rowdy, but she like barely got that out, I feel like. Everyone was just screaming over her saying the last bridge of the night. I could barely hear. But maybe that's just where I was she, at. Uh, she was dealing with a cold, as she mentioned. Uh, no, and- I just feel like when she said the first part, everyone just screamed, and so I could barely hear the yeah. second part. But, um... So I ha- my fun story about the Lover era is I took a video of Kyle just singing every word and going nuts during the Bridge of Cruel Summer. It's delightful. It's the best thing I've ever captured. It's Amazing. awesome, like with the lights behind her. Then I uh, put my phone in my pocket and rolled 
uh, <laughs> just a black screen and just got the audio <laughs> for 25 minutes until I went to the bathroom and realized it. So I have a recording of oh my God, the whole you're a Taylor Swift era. bootlegger. <laughs> I guess so, on accident. Uh, the my favorite part of this was. Like, Lover starts, and obviously a very sentimental song. One's very meaningful to Annie, my fiance. Yeah. And I was kind of sitting there swaying with her, just knowing yeah. she's absolutely going to lose it. First chorus, oh. she's toast. Oh, and I just so pull on. my phone out, look at her, and just snap a picture. And she was just like, <laughs> tears start to roll down her face. And she's like, oh. like it was so funny. Um, that one was a great one. Yeah. So, moving into Fearless... These are uh, the early well, she, bops. Do you remember she burns down the lover house, which was pretty cool. That was the first Kyle. You know, Kyle's marking all of these occasions to me mm-hmm. as we're going. Like, it was where the sparks rained from the ceiling, which oh, is sick. Yeah. Um, which I know, like, the screen was right. We were center. And so I don't know how much you guys can see of, like, all that stuff. But uh, I know you could see the fire and everything. Yeah, so I there is apparently a whole audio visual medium that we totally missed because we were like on in line with the stage, yeah, and did not see that large screen. Um, And that's like, I mean, I feel like it's still just cool to experience her performing. Yeah, um, and I will say it was was very cool because on the side of the stage there was a screen which was like yeah, and there was a big one. No, so like we had literally a screen right in front of us to check out. That's cool. So, yeah, when the sparks rain down, Kyle's like, she's burning down the lover house. And that's what, like, happened on the screen. Um, And then you move into the next era. But before we move on, I did want to talk about my favorite part from the lover era was the man, which I'm sure you had a good view of the whole, like, set Mm -hmm. where she, like, walked up the three lot. It was like an office and, uh, like, you know, the women in suits and it was sort of everything thing was like a theater piece everything was like acted out all the dancers are like acting and playing these different parts it was so cool so you want to move us to our next era yes so we move into the the classics i think uh fearless which of course has been re-released as taylor's version i think has even gotten bigger and bigger uh and she just did a a tight three songs here and all three of them were kind of like the hits um they were my bathroom break (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh really? Okay. Yes. So I I had a a possible bathroom break that I'll I'll address later, but I held it in, uh, the whole time. Well, so we left, we went got, and got merch during Girl in Red, which was a little disappointed in because I wanted to see Girl in Red. She was great. Um, I literally walked back, got to my seat. She did her last chorus and said thank you, Detroit. Yeah, and I was like, okay. Um, she did a short set. I think it was like six songs. Yeah. Or so I, I, well, then I'll just speak to Fearless. Uh, it was, it was great. Um, like Love Story and You Belong With Me. I feel like we got some, some real cacophonous singing, although we had that throughout the whole show, but like, those are really the sing-along songs. Um, by the way, I was rocking earplugs. Kyle convinced me. Yeah. And, um, it was a little weird at first, but then like, I, it was totally fine. Like you could hear everything like pretty well. And so I feel like it, some of the like cacophony or like the, where it's like just really, cause you know, they have to just blast it in yeah. the stadium. Um, so yeah, it almost sounded better that way. And I'm like, I really didn't notice the difference, but I, what I did see of fearless, you know, I'm not crazy about those songs, but I was like, damn, 
they rocked those. It was yes. still like sweet. Uh, you know, to speak to the cacophony, I was thinking like, wow, she she sings higher than I thought she did. Like really, and then I realized that it wasn't her. It was just the whole stadium. Yeah. sings higher than Taylor Swift does because she doesn't have that high of a voice. It's just everyone. It's just it all coming together. Yeah, because yeah. like, and see, I think some of that was filtered out, and it would sound almost weird when people were screaming, like oh. almost like it was like crackly. It was kind of weird. Um, but I've never heard cheering like that and i pulled my earplugs out to listen to uh-huh, yeah thunderous like so oh my much. god the Insane. so there's a countdown as it starts and it was actually only like yeah. two and a half minutes i thought it was gonna be like a 20 minute countdown um but the last 10 seconds were absolutely well, deafening before that did you see that um when she came out in her like golf cart thing. Oh no! Uh, I think that was on the other, her, state, and other Kyle's side. Kyle's like, "That's her! That's her! That's her!" <laughs> Kyle's going nuts, and then everyone like had the same realization. Um, I saw yeah, her. And then the walk countdown started around the stage from the back, like really ahead of I think, um, folklore or maybe ever. It was oh. one of the ones where she came out from like the back. She kind of had to like so dip around. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Um, um, okay, what was our next era? We're going into Evermore, which... Oh, that out. was what I was dressed as. Yes, you were. I loved and it. I, Luke, I need a photo of you, because I'm gonna... If you go on Instagram now, you'll see a post of, who did it better, Taylor or Luke? Because I did get a yes. photo of her in that outfit. Uh, nice. And you know what? Evermore, fantastic album. Super love it. Very theatrical. Fine live in a stadium. Like... It uh, it was it was all. I right. mean, Willow was amazing. Yeah, that like was I'm, the one. I, it wasn't bad, and it was great. But you'll see what I'm getting at very shortly. It, but like, it but was... Kev, you're gonna want the bigger, <clears throat> and I get it because you need to pepper these. Like, you need oh, to balance no, it. A hundred percent. You uh, need to. You need to have an ebb and flow. Right. I just like. But I the, think this it is like so is tolerate much... it. Yeah, I think it was. There's like two slow ones back yeah. to back during Evermore, which I think um, we know you want the bangers all day, all it the was, time. Listen, like Kendall Roy. It was great. I liked it. Again, like I feel like this would have been more suited yeah. for like a smaller venue, which you yeah. can't do because you're the biggest superstar in, in the a, world. Uh, in a normal set list, if it wasn't the Eras thing, she could pepper the slow ones more. Yeah. Um, but then when it's three hours, it's like, yeah, there are so many of them. Yeah. Um, this was where I got, you got your video of Kyle. I got my video of Annie because Champagne Problems yeah. has like long oh, been one of her yeah, favorite songs. Was... And she loves the, um, like she would have made such a lovely bride, but too bad yeah. she's fucked in the head. She, that was Kyle's uh, bracelet. She had I, I literally was like head. filming it and then panned over to Annie and, and just got her <laughs> screaming, too bad she's fucked in the head. Like just, it was so funny. You going to play that at your wedding this year? No. That would be It's funny. the least romantic song ever. Uh, and no, I mean the video of Annie yeah, saying that. Um, and at this point was my favorite non-musical moment of the night. Because every time there was a, a like there was kind of an interlude in between each era, and I'd look yeah. at Annie and I go, "So what's next?" Because I really hadn't paid attention to the set list, like I didn't know what was coming. 
Yeah. And I go, so what's next? And as I was saying next, a giant, like, snake hiss yeah. burst through the arena. Boom, and boom, I was like, boom. oh, okay, it's <laughs> Reputation. And Luke, Reputation has moved up, like, five steps on my rankings after last night. It was awesome. That shit. Like, that is the exact opposite feelings I had about Evermore. Like, that was built Dude, for a giant She took arena. us to church. Yeah. That was yeah. very fucking cool. Um, yeah. And, like, she had, like, the whole, like, all the, the cages with, like, her different eras in there. Mm-hmm. Which I thought was kind of funny on it to, like, do that thing in a tour that's celebrating all of her eras. Because it was very, like, interesting and... A big like statement piece when that album came out, and yeah. now it's just like we're caging all these people up, but also we're celebrating them all tonight. Yeah, that was super cool, and she kind of brought that the whole like different things in the boxes back later. Yeah, uh, but yeah, no, and the lights like making the whole church effect that mm-hmm. was so awesome. And I'm that's not even one of my favorite songs, and that was like one of the coolest moments. I feel like and. That's one of the few songs where she's like really belting it out because you know she can't be like doing that for three hours. Yeah. But that one, she like really like at the end just like goes for it and it's awesome. And gotta say, she had a cold and mm-hmm. was singing for three hours. It's that's what. Why did you catch though? At one she's point, on vocal rest today. She straight up did yeah. just cough into the mic. <laughs> well, she blew her nose at one point. She and blew her nose. Nothing but to at, see at one point, she like literally just went like. And then, like, took her mic away and had, like, a full body cough and then came back, like, ten seconds later. So, what a trooper. How much do you think that mic would go for on... Oh, I don't want to... I don't want to comprehend those <laughs> A mic that Taylor Swift coughed on? Come on. Uh, um, yeah, so that was Reputation. We have many more eras. We need to move a lot faster. Yeah, okay. Well, this one was... Like, we'll, we'll do quick, just like she does. Speak now. She plays know, one song. Yeah, and you know I'm like folklore evermore midnights yes. are my favorites. I do really like Lover and Reputation now. Um I didn't like them as much when they came out, but like you said, they've definitely gone up in the rankings. Uh so like folklore also was pretty low key. Yeah. Uh but some of my favorite songs, so I love yeah. it. So the the single speak now song was great. She played Enchanted. Yeah, it was cool. And then we got into one of my favorite parts of the evening, the prop comedy. Uh as we introduced Red, and one of her backup dancers... Oh, yeah, that was ...had cool. a chest that she kept opening, and it would play music, and then she'd close it, and it would stop. And I was like, we got Carrot Top out here. This is awesome. Yeah. And then we also have to shout out Karina De Piano, who came <laughs> out... I think maybe this is a little earlier, but Brian had told me, like, hey... Uh, she has piano in her name. She must be good. Yeah. She was incredible. And then she just like sinks down into the stage uh-huh. as everything did, um, which was incredible. Um, yeah, the stage, like how the platforms rose crazy. The running around, uh, well, when this was 1989, I'm jumping ahead, but when they were riding the bikes, the backup dancers yeah. were riding the neon bikes and the stage was like tracing their path. Mm-hmm. Um. Then there was the part where Taylor's like stepping and cracking the stage. Yeah, that was uh, like uh, so many cool. That was really cool. Yeah, so many cool effects like that, which is like this is the height of live music stagecraft yes. that you could like ask for. Like you couldn't ask for anything. The biggest budget, and it's just like insane. Um. And then you know what? One of the highlights of the night for I think a lot of people. Uh. All that goes away. 
because we do all too well 10 minute version to end red and fantastic i mean yeah that's just a hell of a song it's even like when it came out um with her new release of it like it's crazy um yeah, and she talked about the Taylor's version yeah. and how everyone supported her, which is very cool. But I, my favorite uh, shirt I saw was a dude who just wrote with marker on his shirt, "Dads who don't want their daughters to date Jake, Jake Gyllenhaal. Gyllenhaal." Yeah, I saw. I'm him. like, man, you really. Uh, oh yeah, you posted never uh, steal never steal a woman's, a woman's scarf. scarf. That's all I'm like, you gotta fuck up real bad for yeah. ten minutes, ten minutes, let alone a three or four minute song. But dear lord. Um, yeah, but I mean, it's just her, the guitar, Mike, two spotlights, middle of the stage. Yeah. Like, it's, it's very, like, stripped back, but it's very powerful. The, like, footage of her playing that, just, like, in the sea of people with, like, the red sparkly dress, mm-hmm. I'm like, man, that shot is, like, incredible. And I'm like, and they're doing that, like, 30, this is, like, the 30th time they've shot this, like, incredible footage. It's yeah. Nuts. Uh, and then Luke, we pivot. We go into a nice cozy we... cabin with yeah. folklore. We brought the folklore cabin to Detroit, as she said. Yeah, it's uh she I feel like this is why I'm not a concert performer because when she was singing, I think the one is the first one she starts with. All I could think of I was oh, she gets to sit down for this one. That's nice. Yeah, right. <laughs> because I wasn't that when she was like laying on the house. Yeah, or she's like laying yeah. on the house. And this is a like everyone in my section had decided to sit down at this point because we were all like two hours in and yeah. like, yeah, we'll just we'll just sit. We'll sit and enjoy these for a couple minutes. And then I think illicit affairs like brought everybody back up. Yeah. Which it was just like the bridge of that, which is cool. Mm -hmm. Uh, How it like all went black and white and then just unexpected. You didn't see it coming. Although a lot of people probably did. Um, Yeah. Which we did have a set list that Erica had up on her phone that she would like hand over to see. Okay. What? And it was like color coded. So you do. Okay. 1989 is coming. Well, 1989 did come. And it is. It, I'm a, I love 1989. It is her most banger full yeah. era. It's the first That's album when I really I got s- into her. We saw her show for 1989. Uh, we saw the 1989 tour. And that's what I was saying to Kyle. Like, when we saw that show, the, the like, fanfare for Taylor. Yeah, it was, everyone was excited, whatever. It was a show. It was not at all on this level and i feel like part of it is tiktok and her just like presence online um i just feel like and just she's been putting out really good music um well for a long time but and uh yeah i just feel like it's crazy to have seen that back then and now just to see the difference like wow she's like it's on a whole nother level it's nuts but anyway why don't we talk about the uh the songs in 1989. Yeah. I believe, was it Blank Space that had the bikes? Yeah. I was a little distracted for that song because I was just watching the bikes. And I was it just had... watching the bikes and the backup dancers and being like, don't fall, don't fall. <laughs> like, that's what I would be thinking if I was right. And they this. had like neon golf clubs that they used to smash yeah, to... a digital car that was on uh, the screen. Yeah. Which seems to. Cool. They were they were timing it in a way where the car was animated insane. to be breaking every time they hit it, which was cool. There were so many things that were like perfectly timed that I'm like, 
I want a whole documentary about how they did yeah, this. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Because it, it, truthfully, all I could think of is at one point was like, why, we need to get Taylor Swift like doing a Super Bowl halftime show because it is so visually yeah. spectacular that like it would fit so well. I think she's how maybe that too, not happened yet. I think at this point she might be too big for it. Like, I she doesn't need to promote anything. She's enormous. Yeah. Um, so then, Luke, curious of your thoughts. The surprise songs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was super funny because it was Stay. Yeah. Uh, but she said the high thing, and I go, is it Midnight Rain? And then Kyle's like, it's Midnight Rain, and tells the people next to us, it's Midnight Rain. <laughs> like, we thought she was going to do acoustic Midnight Rain. No, she didn't. She just did the normal version yeah. later. But, um, but, no, that was cool, the acoustic one. I think it's – I was saying, like – when she sat down at the piano for the next song, mm-hmm. she like adjusted her mic stand in a way where it, it almost felt like for a second the veil was dropped and she was like, oh shit, I need to fix this. You know, even though it's yeah. like she's used to it, she does this shit all the time. But it was like, it's kind of cool to see her like, we're going to get rid of the safety net. This is just me playing. You can see what I can do, not just yeah. as a singer, but like as an instrumentalist, as a pianist and a guitar player and it was incredible what was the song she played on the piano i don't uh, remember. breathe from fearless it was okay. no for, yeah from fearless and Seeing again i don't know that one or really care for it but it was amazing i know live. that uh, there was the conspiracy minded swifties really thought that uh king of my heart from lover was gonna be the Detroit yeah that's one. what kyle thought uh, so I know Annie was a little disappointed that it wasn't it, especially because like she yeah. wasn't really familiar with Breathe. She's like, "Oh, it's this one." So I think the the first night she said objectively had better surprise songs. Haunted from Speak Now was in there, which is apparently mm-hmm. a a big one. But uh, all in all, very cool. And then that yeah. that leads us into our final era of Midnight's. Wow. Um. The most it was spectacular. Amazing. Yeah, I loved it because it starts with uh, "Lavender Haze," right? Yep, one of my favorite songs, and like, so it good. did it like the bass was bumping. Yeah, they brought out those pink clouds. Yeah. Um, uh, for a second, I was like, "Are those supposed to be moon rocks?" Oh no, they're clouds. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the footage for that too was like, like she shot some like cool footage for this tour like there was this sweet like shot that like went overhead of her where she's like laying in the grass which i don't know that's what i'm like sorry <laughs> you may not have seen it but i was like nope i was like is this a video but then i remembered she already had a video for that song so yeah. i was like i guess it's new and then for anti-hero which is the next one mm-hmm. um i saw a little which, bit of this they like they they had a shot of her like wide enough where I saw it and she was like yeah. doing the Godzilla walk and like crushing buildings. Yeah. Like she did in the video. Yeah. But it was basically just like extended of her, like walking through a city. Um, but, but yeah, it was super cool. There's like all the, uh, the, I feel like you didn't need the uh, additional visuals. No, it was uh, more just like, you know, for those like really theatrical moments and the transitions with the houses and stuff. Uh, cause as Kyle keeps saying, she's such a theater kid. Um, <laughs> but I did love how you got like midnight rain. It sort of brought it down, uh, for a couple songs, slowed it down. And then I'm just like, okay, so karma's gotta be next. But then it was mastermind. Yeah. And I was like, oh yeah, there's this one too. And that like is kind of an upbeat one. And then karma, 
they great, come out a great with closer. They're multicolored, uh, like jackets and everything, and the confetti going all over the place. It was, yeah, it was incredible. Yeah, and they didn't do an encore. I thought it was so funny how fast it went from like the song's over. The lights are on. <laughs> like you're done. There, there's don't, a don't a, get any ideas. A great TikTok I saw like months ago of a woman sitting in like a, a high up like arena seat, and she's yeah. got like glitter and mascara. It's totally running, and she's like, "She's yeah. coming back, guys! Right? She's coming back!" And like you see, like the people like sweeping up the stage. <laughs> It's very funny. Yeah. Um, we did sit there for like 15 minutes and I kind of had to. No, the crowd had long dispersed. And uh, it was fun, though, because uh, Kyle was like, hey, those people liked Girl in Red. I think she like saw them singing her song. Um, and she's like, go give them this red bracelet because we made the friendship bracelets. Uh-huh. So we did actually trade a bracelet. Nice. And I forget what the one that she got. But the. Um, the person I gave it to was like, "Oh wait, here, take this," and gave it to. I his, on the uh, on the way in, I saw someone wrist to elbow, just like oh coded. yeah, I, it was incredible. I saw I mean, a few people who were like, "What deep. Taylor Swift has done to the beat industry is truly incredible." Yeah, wow, she's like affecting everything. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, Kev, I don't know how your walk back was, but. Like right when we exited, we got pushed so far away from where we needed oh, to go. Oh, really? No, like, we were right no. Out. We need to get to Woodward, and we're getting pushed like all. We were almost a Greek town. Oh, I was like, dear lord, it took us like forty-five minutes to get. No, back but to we were also really place. like close to the exit that we needed to exit from, and that kind of just. <laughs> The worst part of the show yeah. was afterwards. There was like a gaggle of teenage girls singing Taylor Swift as we were walking <laughs> home, and everyone was just like, "Shut the fuck up!" <laughs> like we're all just dead. We've had enough. We've yeah. had our fill, uh, and we we literally like walked a block over to get away from them. Although it is crazy, and she said, you know that about it's 17 years of music and mm-hmm. people were like oh you make all these albums and don't tour them and she's like well i have this idea called the eras tour and i wonder how many years she's been planning this yeah and, and it's like phenomenal that she barely scratched the surface like there, like there's a bunch of songs that i really love now that were like second tier favorites mm-hmm. that she didn't even play probably won't play um that often and so it's like yeah she's got like amazing like deep discography so i feel like this was the only way to tour folklore nevermore um yeah because probably it would be too low-key yeah so like it really and even lover to an extent like that's that's those three albums are probably her most low-key um and then minutes is obviously kind of back to to form and for a stadium so i listen it's my first taylor swift show i don't know if it'll be my last but uh it was fantastic yeah, it was my second, and it was the best show I've ever seen. Yeah, um, I was I was like, is that the best concert I've ever been to? And, like, there are some shows I've seen of really small bands and really small venues that I think I cling on to a little more because they're, they're so personal and, like, fantastic yeah. performance-wise. But certainly the most spectacular thing I've ever seen live. And yeah, and I mean, I'm like, it's not fair because it's like, like I said, major budget, the height yeah. of what live music can accomplish. So in that sense, I'm like, it was the greatest show I've ever seen before. I probably would have said Sigaros, which 
they were kind of doing similar type stuff. Like we've seen them twice. Mm-hmm. And I always like heard you have to see Sigros live. Uh, Cause you know, their music is like some of it's not even like a real, it's like a made up language. It's very like ambient, but they did this like amazing stuff with lighting and like silhouettes and like just so similar stuff to this, where it's like every song is like an art piece. And uh, I would have said that was like the coolest show I'd ever been to. And, now this takes the cake. Um, but yeah, in terms of like seeing songs performed, maybe I would pick another one. But maybe I'd pick that Proto-Martyr show where I uh, saw Jack, Jack White. White. <laughs> <laughs> the hi- that the was an awesome of your musical show. career. Um, which, uh, speaking of, we're going to talk about Proto-Martyr in our next segment. Why don't we get to it and uh, talk about the music we're excited for in Touts. <laughs> Luke, I've been traveling. I've been absent from the podcast and truthfully have not given a lot of new music a listen. Uh, I forgot that you don't have service on an airplane. I was going to listen to a bunch and then uh, flew up in the air and had to listen to the one same playlist I had. See, I learned this for Ireland. I downloaded like ELO's discography and (laughs) listened to like the whole thing. Yeah, I'm more prepared. I I have been traveling. I'm traveling once again today. So I've got stuff downloaded. I'm ready to go. Well, I've got a whole list for you here, and uh, one in particular that I think you like need to listen to, um, and we'll get there. But first up, we got uh, Jenny Lewis with Joy All, which uh, one of the first people that always comes up on my Instagram feed is Lucius, uh, and they worked on this album, and I think Kevin Morby, he was in the picture, so I'm like, I think he worked on it too. But it's a great, like, kind of, I feel like going back to what some of Jenny Lewis's earlier stuff was, where it's, like, kind of folkier, um, and but it's still, like, super catchy. And then there's some, like, funky songs. So it's, like, sort of a combination, a culmination of everything she's been doing. And it's, it's going to be high on my list. I'm, wow. like, really loving it. Um, then we got Youth Lagoon with Heaven is a Junkyard. Uh, you know, I'm like a huge fan of him. Very understated, a lot of piano, uh, some like electronic stuff. But again, I feel like he, he started out doing this like electronic, uh, sort of like experimental stuff and then went very much back to like organic instruments and like piano, just piano and drums. And then would like occasionally do some trippy synth things and then do an instrumental piano part. And this is like the perfect blend of it all. You get some like ones that are kind of like light and poppier, but they're all like super understated and like emotional, but just like, there's still like some fun grooves on it. And um, it's just like chill. And uh, that's going to be on my list as well as this is the one you need to listen to Kev bully with lucky for you, Uh, which you probably have heard this band. I really loved their 2015 album and uh i really the first two albums i think i just missed the third album i didn't realize there was another one but very like grungy just big guitars like shouted vocals you're gonna love it and even the cover looks like a like late 90s early 2000s like pop singer or something i don't know something about the picture and the text just makes me feel that way and um i've been obsessed with this it's super good and it might even go higher on the list the more i listen i've only listened to it like twice um and then feeble little horse girl with fish this just came out 
And uh, this is similarly, like, fuzzy, grungy. Brian was like, you've been into that 90s fuzz, Luke, and this will scratch that itch. So I think both of those albums, Feeble Little Horse and Bully. Um, then uh, some other stuff that came out recently, Janelle Monet with The Age of Pleasure. I did listen um, to this one. It's very good. Yeah, it's good. I like Dirty Computer more, but... Uh, I did it. There's some solid songs on this one. And I'm she's prepared doing for sort this of one like, to grow on me. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But on first listen, I had a handful that I was like, yeah, this is sweet. Um, and then Squid with O Monolith. They're a cool, interesting band and had a good album out recently. Um, but this one, I haven't listened to too much, but it sounded very cool and synthy and weird. Um. The aforementioned Proto-Martyr. This is just catching up on what we've been uh, released since we've been away. They had Formal Growth in the Desert. That's a super good album. I told Kevin there's a sample of the Eat 'Em Up Tigers guy somewhere in there. A, I didn't hear it. A Detroit legend. Yeah, and they're a Detroit Detroit legends themselves. Uh, Jack White was at their show in 2015. Come on. Uh, and then uh, last up, one that came out in April that I just been getting into. I heard one song from it that was so beautiful, and I just love all of his stuff. Tallest Man on Earth with Henry Street. Um, so that's a good one. Check all those out. Now it's time to move on to the new Music Friday releases out today that we're going to talk about in Shouts. Luke. The busiest band in music is back once again. Oh, the boys. Uh, King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. Now, stay with me here. Yes. Petro Draconic Apocalypse. <laughs> or Dawn of Eternal Night. An Annihilation of Planet Earth and the Beginning of Merciless Damnation. Amazing. I Listen. That's what I say every night. That's I had like to Google prayer. separately because the website we use to find music yeah, didn't I know. display it this properly. It doesn't show you if it's super uh, long. This has a semicolon, a comma, and a colon within it. Uh, Which I was just uh, discussing Fiona Apple's albums recently with a friend. And is King Gizzard coming for Fiona Apple with them long titles? Because you got to work a little harder. You gotta add a few more s- syllables on there, buddy. Yeah, still though, quite impressive. Uh, yeah, hopefully, hopefully it sucks because I don't want to talk about this album anymore. <laughs> we we don't have the time to put this in the top ten list. I like Butterfly Three Thousand. Good good album. Short name. Not a God Infinity. My favorite still their best. That's great. Uh, a big week for rock though. Queens of the Stone Age in Times New Roman. I'm Hell very yeah. excited for this. I love Queens. Uh, Spoon with a new EP, Memory Dust. Very cool. And uh, shout out to my mom. She loves Pat Metheny. He's got a new album called Dreambox. <laughs> nice. I was like, your mom's got something coming out? <laughs> Just maybe a quilt or something. <laughs> hey, that's pretty cool. Uh, you know who loves quilts? I know for a fact. Killer Mike. <laughs> <laughs> um He's got Michael. This is a huge deal. His Very first excited. solo album since rap music, which was a long time Amazing. ago. Um, the album cover is awesome. It's like a school picture of him as a kid yeah. with the halo and devil horns. Awesome. Um, then we got Django Django with Off Planet. We've played them on the podcast before. Big fans of them. Uh, so always good to hear mm-hmm. new stuff from them. Uh, the aforementioned Cigarose with Atta. 
big. Always check out whatever they got going. Again, if you ever have a chance to see them, I highly recommend their live show. Uh, then Bright Eyes with the companion EPs. Ooh. I'm assuming these are like reissues or maybe B-sides. Uh, unreleased yeah. EPs. So that's cool. Nice. Love me some Connor. So that's going to do it for us this week. We got to talk about our three daddies. We're a Planet Ant podcast powered by Pinecast. Head over to planetant.com. Check out all the great stuff over there. And head over to offshelf.net and check out all the great interviews and columns over there. You can follow me at Indie Darling Music. You can follow us at Best Song Ever Pod. And you can follow Kevin at Minty Fresh Kevin. That's going to do it for us this week. As always, I'm Luke Levin saying, check your perspective. I'm Kevin Connor saying, go ahead, chase those waterfalls. This is the best song ever. Era's tour debrief complete. Thank you to try. Well, it's best song ever. Not a podcast better. This has been a production of Planet Amp Podcast, powered by Pinecast.